Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. I'm Hampton, joined by Corey, and we have come across a few different stories of actually two different companies that you may or may not have heard of. And what we'll be unpacking today is some of the techniques that they use to grow their business. And for you, you may not be a business owner, you're likely managing a team, but you'll be able to apply some of these same things to your team. So I'll let Corey unpack those for us. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll start with a company called Kinko's. Hampton, have you ever heard of Kinko's? I feel like I'm supposed to have heard of it, but I, I don't think that I have. I'm sure. I'm sure if I explain, we don't have time to explain it. I'm sure if I explain it to you that you, you would have heard of them. But Paul Orlefa, or Fella, sorry, Paul Orfella, he had this technique for how he wanted to grow Kinko's. And by the way, Kinko's was sold to FedEx Hampton for $2 billion, by the way, $2 billion. Hmm, and so, casual. but he, as the, as the owner of Kinko's, what he would do is that uh, and Kinko's were print stores. Think of stores you would go to, to print uh, materials. And so he would have all these stores all over the country and he would walk into stores, like he would visit all these different stores and he would walk in and he would ask someone in the store to tell him about an innovation that they had implemented that was working. And so imagine the founder, the, the, the point leader of this company comes into the store and finds you Hampton and says, Hampton, tell me something that you're working on, an innovation that you've implemented that's working. And he would have a conversation with you and then he would take what you said and he would share it with every other store so that every store could benefit from the small level experimentation and success that was happening in a, in a local store. And so he used that to grow, to grow his business. He used that to scale innovation. He used that to, to take ideas that may be small that are working and scale them out so that everybody could benefit from them. And so as, as a leader, if you think about that, well, what does that mean for me? It's like, how, how do you create an environment to where you are fostering innovation and experimentation? For them, uh, at Kinko's, innovating and experimenting was the expectation. If, if Paul or Fella came, in to, and came into your store and asked you that question, he expected you to have an answer. There was an expectation that you were doing that. And so we can do that for our teams. We can create an environment to where people are allowed to come up with an idea to solve a problem, and they're able to experiment and iterate on it and find something that works. And then as a leader, I can take that and scale it out to everyone. So that's one, Paul or Fella and Kinko's. In Hampton, I guarantee you the, the second one here you've never heard of. I, I can almost guarantee it. It's right, a guy we'll named see. Harry, Harry Acker, and he started a company called Sleepies. Sleepies. Yeah, have you ever heard, heard of Sleepies? Have <laughs> not. Heard of but let me tell you this. He sold Sleepies, so Harry Acker sold Sleepies to Mattress Firm for nearly a billion dollars. And I guarantee you you've heard of Mattress Firm. If you've watched yes. any TV, you've seen a commercial <laughs> about Mattress Firm. Well, Harry Acker would do something similar as far as a technique for growing his business, but it was a little bit different, like the same side of the, or two sides of the same coin. He would go into stores and he would ask the question, what's wrong today? Like what's something that, that you're, you're facing, a challenge that you're facing? Or he'd pick up the phone and he would call a store and he would ask what's wrong. And then he would make sure that that problem got fixed or he would empower the people within the store to be able to solve that problem. Or if they needed support from corporate or somewhere else, they'd bring them in to be able to solve it. And so what he was trying to foster was this, this continuous looking around to identify problems and then engaging in a solution. And so that became the expectation. If Harry Acker called you and you picked up the phone and he asked you that question, he expected you to have an answer. And so the big idea here and the takeaway and the go and do is 
create space and, and empower people to be able to experiment and solve problems, identify problems, come up with solutions and try them out. And if you do that, you're going to identify ways to solve problems that you cannot come up with by yourself as the leader. And it's unfair for you to expect yourself to be the one that comes up with all the ideas. And so be like Kinko's, be like Sleepy's. Of course, I hope that you're able to sell your, your company for billions of dollars someday as well and reap the benefits of that. But at a minimum, create a culture to where people are free and feel empowered to experiment and solve problems. And you'll be able to go further faster as a team. <laughs>